G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Arguments, conflicts, it's something that we all go through. But there's some point, a flashpoint, where every argument begins. And it's right at that flashpoint that we can do something amazing to create peace rather than conflict. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called Are You a Blessing or a Burden? Last week we were chatting about this very thing, whether you and I are a blessing or a burden to the people around us and how we can each become more and more of a blessing because none of us wants to be a burden. So I'm going to continue with that theme again this week. I mean, it's a big subject. Why? Mm, Let's face it. Opportunities abound in life for us to be either a blessing or a burden. Every time we interact with someone, our spouse, our children, friends, family, work colleagues, the boss, our subordinates, the person who serves us at the checkout of the supermarket, whoever it is, each time we interact with someone, we can be either a blessing to them or a burden in their lives. And I have to tell you, it's actually much, much easier to be a burden. See, being a burden doesn't take much effort at all. Relying on other people to do things for you, things that you could really do for yourself, is the easiest thing of all. Doing them yourself is much harder. It it takes effort, it takes initiative. Being short with someone, not giving them the time of day, not interacting with them, not showing any interest in them. I mean, come on, let's face it, that's much easier than engaging with someone, finding out their problems and helping them. Yeah, opportunities abound to be either a blessing or a burden, and it's much, much easier to be a burden. And yet, I don't know, the older we get, the more opportunity we have to look back on the life that we've lived thus far, the more we wish that we'd have been more of a blessing than a burden, and the more we want to leave a positive mark in the lives of the people around us. Maybe it's something about maturity. Maybe it's something about the realisation that there's less and less of our lives left to live, less time to be a blessing. Whatever it is, even though sometimes we get lazy about this, we all do, in our heart of hearts, most of us yearn to be a blessing in this world. That's why we're talking about this stuff. Because it's important. I mean, it's really important. Would you agree? So let's kick the week off with a really practical way that we can be a blessing. It's by being a shock absorber in the middle of a conflict. See, conflict is something that most of us have to deal with on a regular basis. In fact, probably on a daily basis. When imperfect people rub up against one another in a home or a workplace or a shop or wherever it is, when imperfect people bump into one another, then from time to time you can be pretty certain that sparks are going to fly. It happens in a marriage. As the husband's habits start to annoy his wife and the wife's little foibles and weaknesses start to drive the husband around the twist, it happens in just about every relationship because we're all imperfect and we all have the capacity to annoy one another. (laughs) I know I do. So let me ask you this. 
The last time that you were in the middle of such a conflict, big or small, doesn't matter. How did you react? At that flashpoint, at the point where there's a potential for this thing to escalate or to go away, how did you react? Here's how most of us react most of the time. Someone says something or does something that we find annoying, so we punch straight back. Why did you do that? Why did you say that? How could you think it? You're an idiot. Isn't that what we do? We may not say it, but we certainly think it. Or when someone throws accusations in our face, we ratchet up our response. We escalate the conflict. We come out boxing and defending ourselves. And it may not be with words. It may be with stony silence. It may be with an angry look. It may be with negative body language. See, this is how arguments start. That's how relationships are ruined. This is how marriages start to fall apart. This is how murders happen. It's how wars begin. At some point, it was nothing much. But then we had to escalate the conflict. Look at it from that perspective, and we can start to see how absolutely crazy this step of escalation is. We do it out of pride or whatever, but we do it, and bang, it's on for young and old. We're off and racing, folks. And it's not much fun. So I'm going to share with you right now the secret of how you can be a blessing right at that point of ignition. Are you ready? The secret lies buried in a book that was written about 3,000 years ago by a very wise old king called Solomon, the king of Israel. He wrote down this secret as a proverb, chapter 15 and verse 1. Here it is. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. See, at that flashpoint of the conflict, Our most natural response is the second half of that proverb. It's to give a harsh word, which will absolutely, 100% of the time, stir up anger. See, that's the anatomy of the escalation. Until that angry response, there was no argument. There was only the potential for an argument. But we have to open our big mouths. We have to give a harsh response. And that's what causes the argument. The alternative is the first part of the proverb. It's the soft answer. Why? Because almost always, the soft answer turns away wrath. It averts the conflict. At this point, you might be thinking, but hang on, I I don't want to be a victim. I I don't want to be someone else's doormat where people walk all over me. That's crazy. But that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what the proverb says. Actually, it takes a very secure person, a mature person, a wise person, to give a soft answer that turns away someone else's wrath. First, we have to have our own anger under control. And second, we need the wisdom to know that if there is an issue that needs dealing with, then we're much more likely to deal with it effectively and get the response and the result that we're looking for in an environment free from argument than we are in a situation of anger and conflict that we ourselves have stirred up. And whilst your adversary may never have appreciated what an incredible blessing you were by giving a soft answer to turn away their wrath instead of a harsh word to stir up their anger, hey, you'll know. You'll know what an incredible blessing you've been in that place by avoiding a conflict that really, come on, never had to happen. See, all too often you and I are driven by what we think we're entitled to. I'm entitled to some respect. I'm entitled to this and that and the other. How dare they talk to me like that? How dare they walk away from me? I'm going to fix them. Isn't that the self-talk that runs through our head at the flashpoint of the conflict? I'm entitled. I am. Oh, okay. Maybe you are. But there's a whole bunch more that we're entitled to. 
See, you and I have both rebelled against God at some point in our lives. In fact, it's something we manage to do over and over again. What we deserve for that is God's punishment. Really, we do. So why doesn't God's anger and wrath fall upon us every day of the week? Well, here's why. Because he doesn't deal with us according to our sins, nor does he repay us according to our iniquities. Psalm 103, verse 10. In fact, he does the very thing that we've been talking about. God holds back his punishment. He shows us mercy. He withholds the one thing that we deserve out of love for us. And when we take that same mercy that God shows us, the the mercy that had Jesus brutally punished on that cross 2,000 years ago instead of you and me for what we deserve, and we apply that mercy to a conflict situation, a situation where someone has, as far as we're concerned, sinned against us, then we are being a blessing to them the way Jesus is a blessing to us. Does that, does that blow you away? Do, do you see the power of a soft answer? It's absolutely awesome. You and I can be such a blessing with a soft answer instead of an angry word. Flashpoint, gone. Argument, gone. Peace. Now that's what I call a blessing. sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my ebook, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.